we back again. Another edition of Ray Ray's podcast. We're live from the ninth floor of Hello Studios, beautiful downtown Dallas. What a wonderful day to be alive. It's your boy Ray. And Ray. And Allison. And we're back again. Another episode. Make sure you like and subscribe on all these YouTube videos on our YouTube channel, uh, Instagram, TikTok. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media sites. Um, you know, it's the part of the show where we like to reset people's days, reset people's months, your week, whatever. If this is rough or you just want to hear some more positive words, this is for you, all right? So if you're watching this video and you're hearing the sound of my voice, in case no one told you today, you're beautiful, you're loved, you're needed, you're alive for a reason. Hey, you're stronger than you think. You're going to get through this. See, here we're all glad you're alive and don't give up. So keep saying those positive words. You know, it's the holiday season. Some people get really, really, really down during the holidays they have a loved one or a family was passed away just know you still are loved you care about you so keep those words with you during this holiday season and you get the meeting I promise I promise so let's get into it man we got a great episode uh today we have a special guest uh Myra Mendez uh master hairstylist owner of the Queendom Salon uh welcome Myra uh, thank you for coming and being with us on Ray Ray's podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. No worries, no worries. People love you here. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So let's get let's get right into it. All right. Yes. Tell us what got you into the hair and beauty industry. Well, I initially wanted my own shop, so I first started off being a makeup artist, which. I've done your makeup before. I did Halloween makeup on her. I did a home, which was my favorite look, by the way. Um, I started doing makeup first, and I I knew that I wanted my own place. But at the time, eight years ago, makeup wasn't as popular as it is now. Um, at the time, um, my husband was like, well, if you want to do hair, I mean, I'm sorry, if you want to have your own salon, you want to have your own, you have to learn how to do everything. Because makeup is usually for special occasions, which is on the weekends, weddings, quinces. You know, for, I really didn't get into the photo shoot, but it's usually like weekend stuff. He's like, if you want to have your own, you have to learn how to do everything. So I went to school. I had to get my GED. So I was like, I'm a high school dropout. I had to get my GED. So that took like a year or so. Um, got my GED. Then I went to school. That took me like a year and a half. And I just grew a passion for hair. I just love the transformation, I believe. Hence the Queendom Salon. A woman's hair is their crown. And if you transform their hair, they just feel so beautiful and they just feel so alive. And I believe that their hair is just like it. And so I was just like, if I can do an ombre, I am golden. (laughs) And that really set me off. That was it right there. So that's what really got me into getting into hair and just going to school. It wasn't, I didn't grow up like, oh my God, I'm going to do hair. No, it was something that it was brought to me through time, through life. That's beautiful. That's awesome. That's so cool to hear that you, you know, even if you dropped out of high school, you got your own business, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> Man, I haven't talked about that shoot in so long. I'm going to have to show you guys the photos and the yeah. that she did on me. It was but, like a day of the dead, right? It yeah, it was a day, day of the dead look. It was fire. I loved it. It was yeah. one of my favorite looks, too. Yeah. Shout out Grace Hill Photography. Yes. yes. I remember you had the hair and everything. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Very full and complete look. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Um, so, you know, you told us a little bit about how you got started into beauty and hair. Mm-hmm. Um, what inspired the name Queendom Salon? Well, 
my handle for my personal page is called is is Queen Myra. So it's much more like a woman can come in because I don't allow men in my salon. I don't allow men or women. I mean, or kids, because this is their place to really relax and be a woman. Mm-hmm. I make sure that they're comfortable. I make sure that they can talk about what they want to talk about, which is obviously, you know, cheese man. It's all about mm-hmm. cheese man there. We just want to talk about our boyfriends, our ex-boyfriends, our husbands. Mm-hmm. We want to complain and that, you know, we're actually therapists as well. And so they just sit there and they're very comfortable. You know, a man is just used to going to a barbershop, being there for 30 minutes while a woman is in there for five hours, you know, because we're doing hair. So the queendom just became for a woman that's a queen. I believe all women are queen. Everybody's a queen. And so that came from my handle. And I was just like, well, the queendom salon. And hence, I still have a tattoo. That's the queen. So everything has just followed up with this queen. And so I dragged it on with queen. Okay. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I'm in the barbershop for like yeah, hours. Yeah, drinking, talking, and there's no way that barbers would be for an hour and a half. Yes, yeah, yeah. I really? promise. Yeah, I promise. Oh, yeah. Jesus! Now, especially the old school barbers. Yeah, okay. Especially yeah. old school barbers that aren't that aren't uh, so like trying to flip heads real quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the ones that take their time or whatever. Yeah, the well, old school I, ones to take, take I've, time. I've seen barbers where mm. they take it to the next level, where they like. You know, shape up your beard, you yeah. know, really like uh, exfoliate your face before they shave it, before they clean up your edges. Like, I totally agree with that. I yeah. think every, I think guys should be doing that, like all barbers, but I don't like, like, what is it, like supercuts or something <laughs> like that? Like, or fluids, like where it, they counting by the head. Yeah. That's why it's important to go to a barber that's more by themselves and they're not in a like Floyd's or supercuts because they're it's just by the head it's not by the quality of the work because they're going they're getting paid by the hour that's just what it is mm-hmm. yeah so a quick question for you what do you think sets you apart from rest uh other stylists in the industry i don't want to say that i set apart from mm-hmm. any other stylist around here or anywhere in dallas because we all we all recite the same thing. Mm. It's going to take sessions to be platinum blonde. <laughs> You're going to be black and be platinum. Um, but to set me to, <laughs> you know, it's just like. Taking my hair from black to platinum? It's, it's a work. It is so much work. And I'm very honest with my clients. I don't, I don't see not all money is good money. Mm-hmm. And if I don't feel comfortable touching your hair or anything, I won't do it. Like, I'm sorry, I just can't. I I care about the integrity of your hair. And if I tell you myself that you shouldn't be bleaching your hair or you should be using these products, you should be listening to me. If you go to another stylist and they're like, oh, yeah, I I got you. I can do that. And then they walk out with my hair. So it's like I told you. (laughs) You know, you just got to be honest. I'm very, okay. Maybe that's probably what sets me apart from other stylists. I'm very honest with clients. If you have shitty hair, I'm going to tell you. Ooh. Yikes. No. Oh, my God. You just have to because they don't know how to take care of hair. People, they um, they don't teach us how to take care of our hair. Yeah. And you're spending $400 on a hair and you go use Pantene at home. What's the point? Yes. It's like you're driving a Mercedes and you put a regular gas. Yeah. 
Can't you gotta do keep it. up. Yeah, you gotta keep up with maintenance. It's a luxury. It's a luxury service. It's a crown. It's a luxury service. You gotta take care of the crowns on your head. Yep. Um, so, quick, another question for you. I know when you're learning a trade, and typically when you're learning a trade, you may seek out help from somebody who's a little experienced, um, or somebody may take you under the wing to kind of train you. Uh, was that, have you done that? Did, was there any like a mentor or someone in particular that inspired you to kind of, uh, to get into the business and help tra- you know, train you in this uh, industry? Um, I did have a mentor with somebody that I actually looked up to while I was in school. Her name is Jake, Jake the Great. That's what she's called on um, her IG handle. She's the owner of the Modlack. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think so. Yeah, so um, funny enough that this whole outfit, which we'll get into it later, mm-hmm. this whole outfit is provided by her. Oh. From <laughs> the shoes to the top to the leggings. And like, we'll obviously we'll get that later. No, I saw them sandals earlier when we were sitting in there. I was <laughs> like, well, <"Dang." laughs> Yes. But, um, what's that called? But yes, um, as far as learning hair, how to cut, there's a lot, it's a whole different world when it comes to hair. You have to learn formulations, you know, how to cancel out a color. All of that I actually learned on my own, in a sense, because when I graduated from school, my husband at the time, he got me a suite. He's like, you're going to do it. I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I have to do it. Like, I have no, I had no guidance. So, all my, my clients were like, <laughs> they didn't even know. They didn't know that. They didn't know that. You fake it till you make it. You fake it till you make it. But Jake was definitely one of my people that I looked up to. And once the time went on, I actually reached out to her. And I actually DM'd her. And I was like, hey, I was like, I just want to let you know that you have inspired me. You were definitely one of my mentors. Like, I looked up at what you did. I was, there's a difference from people that inspire you or you're jealous of. You know, and I was never... I was very inspired from what she did because she, you know, went from a salon, she got her suite into now this massive salon that she has now. And that's all inspirations. I was like, do you, if you mind, if I can pick at your hand, please, because I'm about to open up a salon. She literally sat me down and she was like, let's do it. And she has became a friend of mine now. At, at this point, like, I can call her and like, hey, let's hang out, let's go drinks. And I take that friendship very serious. I love to hear that, mm-hmm. especially women in the industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, men can be catty too. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of women who are in the same industry don't seem as supportive as they could be. So it's wonderful to hear something like that because you know, at the end of the day, there's so many clients in the world. So I mean, you can't touch every head. So I'm glad that you had someone there to support you and inspire you and teach you. And you know, that kind of leads me to my next question. You know, like I was scrolling through your IG and I see now you do classes. Like I'm so proud of you. Yes. So just like talk talk to us about that. Like how are your classes going? Like what are you teaching? Like um, talk to us about that. So it's called Is Queen Institute. So following up with the Queen. Uh, it's called Is Queen Institute, and this is basically my platform to teach students how to deal with Latina hair. Um, a lot of platform artists don't really touch that subject like with Latina hair because or with dark hair in general. They don't really touch that that because it's more it's much harder to really deal with. And that is the thing I want to grow and I want to target is my Latina hairstylist. 
you know, they want to do the ombre, but they're so stuck in the old school ways that they don't know how to switch it. And so that's kind of like what I want to do. I want to teach them how to tone out Mexican hair, how to deal with box dye hair. That's mainly the main thing, how to, because I've dealt with box dye hair and I can transform the hair like, I mean, with the right budget, of course. Mm-hmm. I can transform you. Yeah, I, I can. But, um, but yeah. Okay, cool. Well, then, you know, like, I'm glad to hear the classes are going well, mm-hmm. you know. And so you're juggling the salon. Mm-hmm. You're juggling classes. But you're also a mom. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about how you're able to find that life balance. And then on top of that, do you have any advice for mothers who just are kind of scared to take that step into owning and creating their own businesses while having kids? Yeah. So <laughs> this little guy, um, I was honestly very scared when I found out that I was pregnant, especially at, at my age and having a salon. Like when am I ever going to find the time to be a mom? Because I've been so busy running a shop well, at the time, you know what I mean? When I had a larger staff, it was, you know, juggling the staff, juggling the Queen of Salon and then juggling the Is Queen Institute, you know, getting students and teaching students and creating this um, school that I obviously I'm going to have later on. But when it's, I don't it just came naturally. It just came naturally having that balance. But I do know, like, if you want to be successful, you have to sacrifice somewhere. So in order later on, you can have that luxury to take a week or a month vacation with your with your family. I was like, but let me put in this work first before we can actually enjoy that life. But I've came to learn as well, as soon as I have my time from, as soon as I wake up to the time I clock out from work, that is the time that my clients have. That is the time I pick up my phone to answer text messages. That is the only time. And then when I get home, it's my full focus with my son. I mean, of course, sometimes I get distracted, you know, trying to watch TikTok and social media. (laughs) But, you know, he is my focus. And then I try, I do my best to be there as a mom. But I do know that he is obviously going to be more with other people because mom is at work. And I don't think no woman should ever feel or nobody should feel or make anybody feel a woman feel guilty for building a business for herself. For the sake of her family. If I can't take care of myself, I can't take care of anybody else. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just the way it is. And taking care of myself and if I can provide for him, then I can. If as I'm, you know, because I have, I, well, before and everything happened, you know, I had a stay-at-home nanny. And I manifested that in my life. I was like, when I found out when I was pregnant, my life is going to be easier when I have a nanny at home. Mm-hmm. And she was a stay-at-home nanny, so I just, all I had to do was like, okay. Here he is. I'm going to work and I'll be back. And that made my life a lot easier. Just manifesting it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what would you say has been your toughest challenge so far? And what did you do to tackle that challenge? Mm -hmm. We can, well, there's been so many, so many challenges that have been thrown at me from getting kicked out from a, from downtown Dallas salon, giving me six days to find a new spot during the middle of a pandemic. And now from literally walking out of 
from going to jail and coming out to nothing and rebuilding again. And I don't want to say they're my toughest challenge because I've learned from every single one of them. I don't see it as life is against me, as if life is for me. And so all these challenges, all these obstacles, I've managed to just see the good in it. And that's where, I, that's where I've been so far. <laughs> that's what I've been doing so far. It's just like, okay, God, I see why you're doing this. I don't understand why, but I'm trusting the process. And let me, let me continue on and focus on what I want and what I need and what I need to do. So just a little lighter note, um, light things up a little bit. You got any funny stories for us? Some things <laughs> that's happened at the salon? At the salon? Like recent salon or before salon? In general. Just oh, in general, my goodness. Hair. Has oh. anything funny happened oh. when somebody's here? Oh my God, all the time, you know. Well, I don't know if y'all find it funny, but I find it funny, you know, <laughs> when, uh, when clients sit there and tell me like, oh yeah, all this is virgin hair. It's all virgin. Bleach don't lie. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. Bleach don't lie. So once I bleach that hair and I'm just like, did you say you have you have virgin hair? And she's like, yeah. I was like, well, your hair's telling me otherwise. Because hair, once you bleach it, it tells history. I can see the history, how many times you box dyed it, how recent you box dyed it. Because the color will always stay there. And so it's just the, their face, they're kind of like, I'm, I mean, okay, maybe like three years ago, I'm like, <laughs> this is, consultation is key. And I'm like telling them like, okay, when was the last time? You're like, well, it's all virgin. I've never dyed it before. I'm like, okay, I believe you. And then I bleach it. I'm just like, girl, why'd you lie to me? Because, you know, it's not, I don't know if they believe, but they think that we have the power to, I mean, we do. But that's why it's very important to know the history of the hair because if you're telling me you haven't box dyed it and I start at a, that's a whole other thing, <laughs> that's a whole other subject, subject like to talk about. But but yeah, women are just they try to lie about their hair, and I'm just like no, no, don't lie. Always be honest with your stylist. Always. Okay, real quick, just because. I'm asking for the men that's watching the show or the men that are in this room. You keep saying virgin hair. What does that mean? Because I have no idea. What the hell are you talking about? Virgin hair means nobody, you've never box dyed it, you've never touched it with any color. It's all your natural okay. hair. Okay. Yes. I'm thinking like you getting some weed, but it's from a virgin. I don't know it's a type of weed. You know, shit, I don't know. Virgin hair is what we call them. Are unicorns? Ethiopian virgin weed. Yeah. Men think. Yeah. Oh talking God. about uh, virgin hair. Yeah, yeah virgin. Really? hair. I, I helped y'all out, dude. Yeah. I know. Y'all think it's the same thing? We were just ignorant. We just had to know. No, we're not being ignorant. It's just definitely <laughs> knowing the subject. It's just different. What's that on Chappelle show? Some Cambodian breast. I think it's a Cambodian breast. All right. So we got the segment on the show. It's called, uh, where's it called? Slow down. We just want to get to know you. This is where we kind of ask you some personal questions. Got to get, get to know you on a personal side. Also, real quick, this uh, slow down segment is brought to you by Lyrically Correct. And also make sure you check out our video of Lyrically Correct playing Miss Myra. See if y'all can beat her score. Uh, if you think you can do that, go to lyricallycorrect.com. Put in that promo code RayRay to get 20% off your copy of Lyrically Correct. All right, so let's jump this thing off real quick. 
So if you could style any celebrity's hair, who would you choose? Chloe Kardashian. Oh damn, she knew that one off the rip. I didn't have time to change the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Why Chloe? I don't know. I've always just been drawn to her and just kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> just like I see the roots and the highlighting. I'm like, girl, let's, let's get rid of that. Let's just melt it. And the extensions, they're not really matching her extensions as they should. But I just feel like I, if anybody, I would do anybody's hair, I would definitely get along with her. Well, if you get a, <laughs> any celebrity, if you get a chance to do her hair, mm-hmm. give her some advice for Rarys podcast. Okay. Leave Tristan alone. <laughs> that nigga don't love you, bro. <laughs> Leave him alone, Bree. <laughs> is it her or is it him that keeps going back to her? Nah, mm-hmm. I don't know. No, so why is she taking him back? What? Because we love at heart. We love at heart, <laughs> and we try to give you the benefit of the doubt. Love them toxic niggas, And I just keep fucking with it. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I don't know if you consider uh, when people lie about their hair being a virgin or not, virgin hair or not, of being a pet peeve. But do you have any pet peeves when it comes to like your salon or customers or just in general? Oh my God. Um, yes. My biggest pet peeve, and I will not go back and forth with them. Um, I'm very thorough with my consultations, mm-hmm. very thorough. And I'm like, if you, you're really dark and you're trying to be platinum. I'm telling you, that's going to take sessions. Yeah. You know, this is the process that you're going to have to go through. When I get that text, like, well, my color, why can I not be this brown? I'm like, look, I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth with you. It's my big, I, I will ignore that technique because I'm very thorough with my consultations. And if you don't understand the, I don't want to trust a client. Mm. I don't. It's just, like I said, not all money is good money. And if you don't understand the process, I'm sorry, I'm not your stylist. I'm not your stylist. Maybe somebody else will be, but I'm definitely not that. It. I'm not that person. I just, oh my God. <laughs> it irks me. I'm just, I'm just reading the message, and I'm like, they already explained to you. I'm like, I explained everything to you in person. You went. You said yes. I understand. Oh, <laughs> I took pictures of you. You were happy, and you tipped. Right. <laughs> and you know, I'm just like, I'm sorry. I was like, your hair, your hair is my boss. Yes. That's just the way it is. I can only give you what your hair allows me to give you. <laughs> All right. So if you could live anywhere, and what I mean by live anywhere, also have a salon set up anywhere mm-hmm. in the world, mm-hmm. where would it be? It would still be announced. Still be announced. Mm-hmm. As far as my future, from what I see and my vision, it would still be in Dallas. Okay. I love Dallas. The heart of Dallas. I love Dallas. We have a variety of women here, and I love it. People can fly. <laughs> to help them, my all my Latina uh, audience, uh, be a platform artist, of course, traveling around the world, showing and teaching what I know, my knowledge, and raise a good son. Oh, <laughs> raise, definitely raise them to be 
good, a gentleman. That is my goal for sure. Well, knowing you, I'm sure he's going to end up being a very fine gentleman. <laughs> and I hope then, so. um, what's something, you know, I like to ask this question to everyone because everyone seems to have a different answer. Um, what's something that makes you feel like your best self? Self-love. When I take myself on a date, I go to the movies. I don't mind going by myself. I don't mind sitting down anywhere by myself. And then going by myself something beautiful that will cherish my heart. And that's just my way of how I feel better as a person that I can do that to myself. Basically teaching other people how to love me. And loving myself the right way is how it makes me feel so good. Just treating myself, taking myself for a good steak. You know, mm-hmm. sit at the bar and just conversate with random people and just eat your steak. Your $100 steak because yes, it's ma'am. so good. Right. Where's your favorite steakhouse in Dallas? Nick and Sam so far. I've been to many steakhouses, but the reason why I like Nick and Sam's is the service. The service has always been key. And the sides. The sides. I love the sides. Well, I'm about to be at SDK. You gotta come see me, girl. <laughs> I'll be at the bar. Isn't have your isn't one coming out here yeah. in Dallas? Yeah, yeah, I've had SDK over there too. It's been really, really good. Mm-hmm. To me, it's the sides for sure. Like the sides gotta be really good to eat. But your steak. Now, what I've heard from steakhouses that you can't order a one sauce. This is such a slap in the face for the chef. Oh, or add it, or cook it more than medium. If you cook your steak more than medium, leave. Leave immediately. Mm-hmm. Get up. Medium well. Medium well. Girl. <laughs> I like to see a little pink. Just a little pink. Okay. Okay. So, you know, when I started the show, you know, I said those positive forms of affirmation. Are you a believer in affirmations? Absolutely. Do you have anything that you say to yourself that gets you going, that pumps you up, that helps you when you're feeling down? I look at myself in the mirror every day. You are powerful. You are strong. You are successful. You are beautiful. You are smart. You're intelligent. These, the mirror that you see yourself is a reflection that you're going, you know, that everybody else is going to see. And I'm a firm believer with affirmations and something that I live by for, I think I've been doing this for like, what, four years? It's not, it's it's like, it's a lifestyle in a sense, you know, because like, well, it's kind of like this right here, like my my water that I have here. They're like affirmations for me. And I say I truly believe that water carries messages. And that's why I drink it every day. You know, you're drinking that you're beautiful. You're drinking that you're successful. You already have to have that belief that you are that person. Instead of like, oh, I wish I could be famous. Or I wish I could be successful. I wish there's so many reasons behind it. But why do we want to look? This is the the freedom to do whatever if i choose to go to work or choose not to go to work i can't because you have the finances to do so i'm here to live the life that i desire that i deserve and it doesn't matter what they do to me or whatever they take from me i'm still gonna reach it Mm -hmm. so one of the things we like to wrap up with this question we like to ask everyone what do you want people to take away from this interview today well, it doesn't matter what life really throws at you. Like, I we really didn't touch the subject on that end, but um, just everything that you know one person can go through from being stripped away from everything that you've had from a home to a business, both being twenty five hundred square feet, coming out to nothing. 
like I said, all of this was given to me because I had no backs on my clothes, like no, no clothes. I had like zero clothes and I had a zero business from a whole 2,500 square feet salon. Like they just threw a box at me like, oh, here you go. This is what you can have from my salon. And just kind of taking that and just accepting it, you know, accepting that things happen and just move forward. And that's what I've been, I feel like the Myra that they took and the Myra that came out is very different. I see things very differently now. Pay attention to red flags, especially from females. Um, and it's just moving forward, never giving up your dream because that's what, if you really want that, then life is going to challenge you to test you how bad you want it. And I want it bad. Obviously, I want my success. I want my business. I want my salon and I want my education and I want it bad. And no matter what happened, never lost focus of my goal. Never lost focus. And I still am. I'm still moving forward. Um, inspiring. Personally, I feel like we can't wrap up without, because you kind of touched on this. Talk to us about what happened because you've been hitting kind of edit throughout this interview. Let's briefly talk about what happened to, you know, then to where you're at now, each of the place now. What happened then, um, I'm not ashamed for saying um, I got arrested and I was locked up for a month um, for things that does not involve me, but from someone that I do know that is close to me, of course, uh, got taken away. Literally, you got taken and you're thrown in, in jail, and you're in a very, very low vibrational place. And, you know, leaving, you know, when they're taking you, you know, you have your confidant, you know, you have your right-hand women, your right-hand person, the person that you trust, and coming out to, like, what they had pictured you, and they're like, oh, yeah, we have this going on, that going on. And you come out, and they're like, oh, you, we don't want you to work with us. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you have my whole salon. Like, you picked up my salon and built your own salon with my stuff. And you're telling me I can't work there or I can't. Um, I funded it, too, because they sold my stuff to fund that. Um, I literally walked out. My whole, my whole home was basically uh, a place for them to shop because uh, they had, they never promoted this, but they had, like, from what my nanny said, that they had uh, sticky notes of who was taking what and what was being sold, which I had no idea that was happening because, you know, you trust this person, you know. And I was like, well, why don't you get storage, you know, put everything in there. And she was like, we don't have funds for that. I was just like, oh, well, then nothing must have been selling. I was like, there must be everything there. But, you know, coming out and I was just like, I, I was taken back as to what everything happened. I was just like, wait. You mean to tell me I don't have my salon, like my salon that I built and sacrificed for years that I've put my money over and over and over again. And I was just like, okay, you know, once I got that news and nobody wanted to work with me and I was like, okay, um, cried. I did my crying and the next day went and got a suite. I had to get a suite. I just couldn't not just stay there and just be crying and why me, why me? By God, you know what I mean? I was just like, okay, you know what? God removed these people out of my life for a reason. And here I am rebuilding again, basically. Sweet. So now I'm like, I'm busier than ever. 
and booked all the way to December, week until January. And that has never happened before. And that's just, everything came in an abundance already after I let everything go. And I just, just looking forward and I think people relate to me a lot because of what happened. I kind of shared my vulnerable side, you know, like I can't believe that happened to her, yeah. you know, out of all people, because she had it all, you know, but yeah, yeah. it was a hard thing to deal with, but I'm good now. <laughs> That's crazy, man. We definitely appreciate you sharing that with us. Yeah. Thank you so much for opening us. Real quick, you know, I want you to shout out all your social medias, uh, your company pages, wherever you want people to find you or find your company, shout those out right now for us. Well, can I touch another subject real quick? <laughs> yeah. So my business page, where I have all my following, where I showcase all my work, all my portfolio, they reported it. So my account is suspended. Oh, so now I'm being pushed to do another platform. Like, Lord, like, how much can you strip from me, you know? And I just basically was like, all right, TikTok, here I come. <laughs> so, you know, uh, so I don't want to give my personal page, obviously, but it's Queen Myra on TikTok <laughs> and the Queen of Salon on IG. And that's what it is. Okay. okay. Well, make sure everyone can go and check out those Instagrams. Thank you, Mia, for coming and uh, sharing with us today. No, yeah. thank you for having me. Just to write off of the gratitude that you gave and the high vibration, you know, it always comes in return. So everyone can work on being more thankful and grateful what they have for what they have. Even if it seems like a little, it can become a lot if you're grateful for what little that you have. And if you have a lot, be grateful for what you have and more will come. Mm-hmm. And to write off of that, I literally, when I got out of jail, I tattooed gratitude on my hand because even being in there, the little food that they were giving me, I was like, I'm very grateful that they're feeding me. Yeah. I'm very grateful I have a blanket. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. I'm gratitude. so happy for you, girlfriend. Thank you. Gratitude. <laughs> gratitude. Gratitude. It takes you a long way. Nothing about scammers, right? Nothing about scamming today? <laughs> you no. haven't been scammed lately? I have not been scammed lately. Good. <laughs> Are we talking about like the calls? <laughs> scam likely uh, scam likely yeah. uh, something like that <laughs> well again thank y'all so much for tuning into this episode make sure you're liking and subscribing to all these videos on YouTube uh, visit us on Instagram TikTok playracepodcast.com again shout out to Lyrically Correct again you know, go to lyricallycorrect.com use that promo code RayRay and get 20% off and also watch Lyrically Correct Friday videos and in, in, in closing you know, everyone tell those positive words to yourself. Tell yourself, I will boss up physically. I will boss up mentally. I will boss up spiritually. And I will boss up financially. Invest in yourself. This is Ray. Yeah, Ray. And Allison. Ray Ray's podcast. We're out. Hey, get